Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Tonight's show, we're talking about how to spice up your vacation sex, how to learn to love oral sex. Some people just don't love it. Why women need to initiate sex more. And are women really into facials? You know what I mean? Facials and so much more. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Question for you all. Anyone starving right now? I mean, seriously, I'm so hungry. I don't know about you, but my days are so busy. I'm constantly running around from the meetings to the office to the studio, and I never have time to shop or get food, which is a problem, especially when I'm hangry. You know, hungry, angry. Doesn't go over very well. (laughs) Doesn't go over very well in my office. But I don't know. Like, I don't cook. How am I supposed to stock up on healthy, affordable snacks? And I love, love to snack. That's why I am so excited and mildly obsessed with Graze.com. Have you heard of Graze.com? It is a snack service that that delivers tasty, nutritious snacks right to your work or home. Each box is customized to your taste preferences and dietary requirements. Plus, all Graze snacks come in perfectly portioned packs. Great for munching on the go. And everyone in my office gets so excited when the box arrives every week because they know there's something for everyone. I think they're getting more excited about the Graze boxes than they are the box of toys. But, you know, that's not a bad thing. I want to feed my people. And if you're anything like me, you probably crave a little variety in your snack drawer, right? Graze.com lets you pick from over 100 handcrafted snack creations to satisfy any craving. Okay, my favorites, the whole grain banana shortbread dippers. They're so cool. They're little dippers. So convenient. 150 calories. And then I also love the punchy protein nuts with a chili lime twist that has seven grams of protein. And I love the triple berry smoothie. It has a melody of dried melody, a melody of berries. I love that. It does. It does have all these little dried berries and bananas and you just feel like it's healthy and it's a good snack. Is and it I'm a not, medley? It's a medley. Or a melody. It's a medley. Or is it a meadow? Of berries. It's a medley of berries. I like that word. It's a medley of berries. And all their snacks are approved by their in-house nutritionists. They contain no GMOs, artificial flavors, or trans fats. So you can actually feel good about what you're snacking on. Forget those snicker bars, okay? Go to graze.com, that's G-R-A-Z-E.com, and get a free trial box that includes four of their most delicious snacks when you use my special code EMILY. That's graze.com, use code EMILY, and snack it out. Thanks for listening. into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out all of our podcasts, subscribe to the feed, read our blogs. We've got amazing. Every day we're updating it with information that you will love and that will change your life, your relationships, your sex life. I'm here with Anderson. Hey. Hi, sweetie. What's up, Em? It's so good to see you. It's always a fantastic day when I get to work with Em. Aw, I love that because Anderson doesn't like everybody, really. I hate most of them. <laughs> he does. Yeah. I'm actually am honored. I feel like I have the Anderson badge of honor. Do well, I get like a jacket or something? I don't know who would not like you. Like You're one of these people that I would introduce to people, and like if that person didn't like you, I'm like, ah, there's a problem with this person. Kind of like E.T. Like If anyone doesn't like the movie E.T., that problem, that person's got a problem. No, that you're right. Problems Phone with home. them. Yeah. Right, exactly. You, Do you like E.T.? I love E.T., okay, good like Reese's Pieces, good the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you're right. That makes me feel good. I mean, I like to, you know, I think I get along with most people. I've uh, had a good week. Have you? What have yeah. you done? I mean, I... Last I saw you, you were banging your your your, your dude with the, <laughs> dude, the maid. Dude, that was so funny. Now, you, last I saw you as well, you had, for those of you who might not remember, she was banging her, <laughs> a, a guy, like a friendship, I guess. It was like a, a relationship. I'm dating benefit, him. Yeah. Dating, friends. He's, cute. he's got benefits. Yeah, 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 he does. Yeah. And uh, her, her housekeeper was out in the kitchen doing dishes, and while she's quietly banging this Quietly dude, banging him, not it, loudly. It occurs to Emily, oh, wait, my poor housekeeper, my, my sex toys are on the kitchen counter because I was washing them <laughs> in the sink. So she just thinks you're some kind of... I forgot she was coming. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what happened after that. 
there's a part two to the story. Yeah, because the maid was coming the next day, last time I saw you, and uh, that guy was coming over as right. well. Right. So I texted him and I said, Threesome? no, but that's our joke now. I texted him. I said, so my housekeeper's coming tomorrow. Too bad you won't be here for something. Like, you know, it'll be that was funny. And he's like, what makes you think I won't be there? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm working. You know, I'm doing Love Line because I do Love Line after the show. And he ended up coming over mm-hmm. again. <laughs> what's your What's your housekeeper look like? She a younger lady or older um, lady? A little. I mean, she's probably maybe mid forties, mm-hmm. and she doesn't speak English very well. She's you know speaks Spanish Does she look only. Like sex is in her rearview mirror. Or? No, but let me tell you something. If you recall, you guys check out this episode. I guess it came out last week. It was really funny because I didn't. Me- I, I just revealed a lot, and then it seemed really twisted. But I did. It wasn't like I was like, oh, she's here, let's bang. It just sort of happened. But we were like, does she know what I do? Because there are toys everywhere. What if she's really religious? Like I have no idea because we don't speak. But here's the funny thing. So she ended up, he ended up sleeping over. We did not have sex and, and <laughs> we did not have sex when she was there. But she said to me, and it was really sweet, I came out and she said, Miss Emily, I saw your magazine. I had this magazine. Remember, oh, you know the no. Sexual Health Expo? Uh-huh. No, no, it wasn't a porn magazine. But remember the sexual, actually, there's another one coming she, up. The yeah, she, she. she. Um, and the, my cover, my face was on the cover. Oh, so she thinks she's she famous. She goes, last time, so beautiful, I saw, can I have it? Can- oh, look at that. Right. She's so got then a I thought, oh, she kind of knows. Off. Oh, maybe. She's got a son who's going to beat off to it. I don't think she was, like, gathering, procuring information for her son. I just thought she thought, oh, I'll show my, like, that's cute. You, you're you on a magazine. And I'm thinking, could she read the magazine says sexual health expo? So then I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, now she thinks I'm, it was just funny because she's never talked to me or really asked me for anything. So I'm like, okay, we're good. We're good. She knows that I'm, like, doing something sexual. And so I'm not that weird that having sex in the back door. There's toys all over the house. You're not just, like, some kind of hussy who's right, got it's a, my like profession. a libido. My profession okay. is to be a hussy. So. Right. It was all good, um, so yeah, that was really funny. I, I, uh, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have any more good sex stories, but I don't. But they, there will be more coming because well, we're I talking feel... about coming on faces today, right? Yeah, we are the yeah. facial, uh-huh. which is really funny because um, it actually just came up during a sexual encounter I was having. What? Yeah. Was the maid there? He's like, hey, honey, she can clean it right off. <laughs> He's like, I might as well come in your face now and make it all <laughs> He's messy. Got the, she's got the Windex out and everything. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because it's funny because this guy said to me. He said, God, I just kind of, and I know this, well, we're going to get to this email in a second because there was a guy saying he's really wants to do it. He's afraid a woman's going to freak out. And well, first of all, I know you're married because that's going to be your answer, but mm. do you have experiences with that? Like, do you think it's because of porn that every guy's obsessing about or like when you were a young kid? I've think- been arguing with Dr. Drew about the facial for a number of years now because uh, okay. he has it in his book as strictly uh, demeaning. And degrading the women. And I'm, I'm not one to degrade women at all. I never have been. I actually think you guys are superior to me. I'm one of these guys. I'm one right. of these pussy guys. Uh, I love my mom. Got two little sisters that I would kill for. You know what I mean? Uh, but my whole thing is like, the face is my favorite thing. And I like to finish on my favorite thing. If a guy likes boobs <laughs> the most, he'd want to finish on the boobs, you know? Right. I tell Drew, like, I, I really liked my car when I first got it. And, and I kind of wanted a climax on right. it. You know? It's not degrading. <laughs> I'm not, like, spitting on it. I'm like... I'm, Putting my my essence on. It's, I totally get it. Yeah. Okay, so that's how it's I get to. It's not It's I'm the way I'm, I see it. Right, and it can be if you like, if you're like, I'm gonna do it, and she's not into it, and she, not degrading, but it can be offensive. Just like anything can I be can't offensive. Imagine how a woman would enjoy it, unless she really knew that her guy liked it a lot. Right. Well, that's the thing about sex is that I think that hopefully in a healthy sexual relationship. You get off on what your partner gets off on. Like, if I see that a guy's turned on by something I'm doing, like, that gets me turned on. I'm making him happy and vice versa. Hopefully. So, hopefully. That's good chemistry. So, That's what good chemistry, exactly. chemistry is. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. you want to do that? So, anyway, this new guy I went to said, God, you know, and he always talks on my face. He's like, I think your face is so beautiful. And then he's like, I kind of want to come on your face. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know. I don't know what you think about it. He's like, but it's just so beautiful. I just I just was want to. Was he saying to. this during the act or were you guys no, on dinner? No, this is pre-sex talk. Uh-huh. Like, just, no, we weren't at dinner. We were at my house. And he said, does that freak you out? And I said, no, it's me. I'm like, I, I'm the least, like, I don't judge you. I, I said, I, I said, it's funny because on my show, I always talk about like ejaculation etiquette and you should, you know, ask, you know, let a woman know when you're about you to come. Surprise her, yeah. But here's the thing. You don't want to surprise her with a facial. He said, well, what would you, he said, would that bother you? I'm like, no, I think it's, it's hot. And I can't remember how many, I mean, I don't, I'm sure it's happened to me in the past. It's not been like a huge thing, but I also don't get offended by it. He's like, well, what would you want me to do? Oh, whatever. I said, on my show, I teach, like, you should always ask. I said, but it's not like, I'm about, hey, hey, wait, I'm about to come. May I ejaculate on your face? Yeah, like, may I? So I said, well, maybe you should, and I was like trying to explain, I'm like, maybe you should just be like, 
well, now we've talked about it. So oh, then I said, but then I said, maybe you just say like, and I was kind of giving him a general advice. Like if it's not just me, just say, oh, God, I just want to come on your face. Like in the middle of it, let her know like, I, and see what she says. If she's like, don't do that. Or if she's like, that's hot, yeah, baby. Then you'd know to do it. What are you doing? What do you mean? He's asking about your face and you're telling him what I know, to do with I do this girls? a lot. Well, yeah, that guys get cool. mad when I do that. I yeah. know. I do that I'm a lot. for him. Well, maybe I said, and then he goes, I'm not, t- oh, and then he said, I'm not talking about other girls. I'm talking about you. So he did bring me back on track because uh-huh. I was in my like sex with me mode. Like, yeah, what's the right thing? Do that. So I said, maybe if you just said, I really, I want to come in your face. So then I, I know, but I, yeah, that's cool. Like, it doesn't turn me off. I think that's hot. You think my face is beautiful. I, it's so funny because you just finished the puzzle. It's like, he's really into my face. He's always yeah. like, I miss your face. Your face is beautiful. And he's like, I want to come in your face. There's feet guys. There's boob guys. Yeah, there's ass totally. Guys. There's boobs I'm, and ass. Face mouth. is number one for me. And wow. unfortunately, it's, you know, it's kind of a, a sensitive area for, for, you know, I would never do that to my wife because, you know, she's going to be the mother of my children. Wait, that's, see, that's messed up. But you mm. love her face. I do love it. So you're yeah. saying, okay, so that no, ugh, you've the Madonna whore thing? I'm just, no, I'm just trying to get out of talking about sexual stuff I get stuff it. So you wife. do come on her face, but it's no, okay. I don't, no, 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 no. Never have, never have. I got it. But he didn't come my face i'm just saying but we did talk about it maybe that was enough she's gonna hear this and i'm gonna be in a lot of trouble she doesn't listen to sex with them but all it takes is one uh yeah i get worried em dude people listen to my show and they always tell me they're not like guys i'm dating and then this guy i was dating a while ago is like i listened to eight of your podcasts and i first i liked it and then i was tracking that we were dating and i and he went through his book and was like oh we were or his calendar oh no like he tried to catch you like tracked it and he's like you were talking about another dude when even though you don't really talk about dudes much Not lately, much. you have been a little bit more. Well, because I've been dating more, but uh-huh. I was like, dude, I mean, really, like that was just that. Th- I don't even know what he's saying. I was like, well, how do you know I wasn't talking about you? He was coming with all this stuff, and Wait, I'm like, so he was like, a, like offended that he thought you were yeah, talking about him. Yeah, he's like, mm. well, you didn't. He he didn't think that I was really like when we stopped seeing each other. He's like, you. He thinks I didn't don't really care about. Like he didn't really care, and I wasn't upset. And Probably like, weren't. You didn't. Probably didn't. <laughs> I was though. Uh-huh. For a little I was. He's like, You didn't talk about that. I'm like, okay, listen, dude. It's my bitch. show. So you want me to come and be like, I'm really sad today. Like maybe at the time I wasn't. Usually when I'm doing my show, I'm really happy. Hey, not to be with that guy, good decision. Good decision. <laughs> I don't like him. Why? Because you weren't sad about me. I know. Deal with it. I'm like, were you sad about me? It's a show, first of all, dude. All right? Yeah. You're not reading I her journal. I can't really do my show. I'm all sad today. But it's really... not like I wouldn't share. Like, if I was devastated and my heart would, I'd be like, maybe I'd bring it up. But it wasn't like I was like, it was just for stupid. Yeah. So, um, anyway, good time. So, I would prefer guys I date not. I mean, the thing is, it's funny because I was saying it to this guy, the, the new one that I'm dating, and Madison was at my house. You know, Madison, my Madison producer. Price. Yeah. She was leaving um, to go out of town and she had to come by. I let her borrow my suitcase and a bunch of stuff. This is recently. Yeah. And she said, um, it was funny because he's like, I don't really want to listen to your show. Or I haven't listened to it yet. And this I said, is who? Talk the new guy. The new guy. Oh, and the he said, banger. the maid banger. Yeah. And he said, I don't really want to. And I said, that's cool. Don't. Yeah. And I and she said, well, Emily's just Emily. She's no different. And he said, because she, she, she said, Hanging out with Emily is the same as listening to our show. You're no different. You don't have like a show persona and a regular persona, which is I think is true. But it's more about the details that people hear that freak them out guys here. Like, I can't help it. I can't save him from himself. And I'd rather not deal with. And and also if they get upset about things, which has happened in the past, I'm like, just ask me because you might have misconstrued it. I might have been talking about something else because they trip. Men trip. So I'm like, don't listen. I don't think I'd listen until I became like the weirdo jealous guy. Right. And then I'd start because I mean, I've. Especially when I used to do drugs and whatnot, stimulants, I used to become crazy jealous, dude. Yeah, it was horrifying. This one poor girl actually opened up her phone bill and started going through and looking at the numbers and woke her up in the middle of like the, the night, like highlighted numbers. I'm like, look at you called this guy here. It was you awful. did? Yeah, terrible. So if, if, if I was like in that kind of a state, I'd totally listen to your show. And right, tra- you'd be obsessive. And track, obsessive. It, track right. it like that guy. And but, I wonder- And then right. be shameful afterwards, too. Right, because you get shameful after all of that yeah. jealous activity. You're right. I'm not a jealous person, but yeah, I get it. And so I'm just like, let's just save it. Don't listen. Just enjoy me for who I am. So um, speaking of uh, Sexual Health Expo that I was talking about earlier, we are actually doing another one in New York, September 18th to the 20th. And I'm so excited. And I really hope that all of you, Newark, my New York- New York area people come it would be it's gonna be amazing and I'll be giving more details about how to RSVP and all that but I'll be giving away tickets and it's an expo that a bunch of people can come and it's like lots of like different booths like the best sex toys out there and then sex products but also the leading sex educators in the country will be teaching workshops for two days on things that you really want to learn like I've learned from these people we all learn from each other all these people that it'll just be awesome so come the other thing is um Hustler Hollywood I'm teaching another workshop 
Uh, we just decided today, it's going to be Tuesday, July 28th, and it's 7 to 9, I think it's 7.30 to, uh, gosh, I don't know, RSVP to HHRSVP at LFP.com, that's LFP, Larry Flint Productions.com. And um, I think it started at 7 30. And it's going to be sex toys, sex products. What are the best things out there? What do you want to do to enhance your relationship? You know, not just the mm, buzzing vibrators, but also like, you know, BDSM stuff. And it's going to be super fun. The last one was amazing. And if you live in LA area, come or tell your friends who live here. And it's going to be a good friggin' time. So, yeah, that's what I got to say. Um, I can get some sex in the news. How do you feel about that? Is there anything else you need to tell me? Are you happy? I, I was just playing with my friend's drone in his uh, house. He had a little mini mini drone, and I thought of you. What's a mini? What do you mean a mini drone? Like one of those uh, little like four propeller helicopters, but oh. it's like, really small, like the size of a matchbox car. <laughs> right? right. And he has it in his house. Mike Corona, and he has it in his house. I love him. Yeah. And uh, it occurred to me as I was driving over here, I was thinking about the drone, and I was thinking about coming and doing a show with you and sex with Emily, and you're always talking about sex toys. Is there a, like a drone with like a little sex something on the end of it, and you can maybe like fly it towards your partner's parts? That sounds like it could be painful flying into your partner's parts. But like, no, if it has something like hanging off the end that like vibrated and like you try like a game and you're trying to like get it like not the no. propellers. Not the... I, I don't even understand no? what it okay, is. I'm you got to show Never a picture. Mind. No, it's okay. But you I... don't know what a drone is. Is that bad? Yeah. I, there's a, there's a lot of gaps. It's in my very knowledge. chicky of you. Very chicky. I'm a you, total check. Yeah. I mean, I, there's like I don't know about sports. Like if you talk about sports, it's mm. like what are you saying to me now right. in some foreign language? Patrick. Um, yeah, no, but there is, oh, there's this really cool, so another thing that happened is, um, I had dinner with, Fleshlight was in town. Fleshlight, oh. the people from, who make the do they have, masturbation scene. Do they have like a mascot? <laughs> Mas- no, but yeah. they should. They should. What would it be? It'd like be a little a, masturbation scene with yeah, eyes like on it and furry yeah. or something? Yeah. Jumping around, like up and down, like Pogo? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I know, but they don't, but I'll, I'll tell them, but they were talking about this new toy they have. It's called the Kiru. And it, they just sent me one, and I haven't opened, I haven't figured it out yet. I need to open it and play with it, play with it. But it is so freaking cool, and it is. Um, how am I going to explain this right? It's a, a toy that you use with your partner, like if you're long distance or you want to use it over Skype or FaceTime. And so there's a vibrator, so they connect, right? So there's a vibrator that looks like you know phallic shaped, and she sticks that in her, and it has a sensor on it. And then he's got a, a flashlight masturbation sleeve, and so he can move the sensor on it to like level six. And then he puts it over his penis, and at the same time, she's sticking the vibrator in her, and she—they're at the going at the same speed, so they're both connected. These toys through 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 Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, same room? different room, different states, different, different countries. States. Okay, Otherwise, so it's like you're having sex. So yeah. she puts the vibrator in him. He's feeling what she's feeling. She's feeling what he's feeling. Mm-hmm. It's called the Kiru. Just check it out on Flashlight.com. It's a sweet. freaking cool thing. Does that make sense um, to you? Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about guys being able to do this with like strangers on. Oh, the they do it. They're well. doing it on webcams now. They're starting to do it soon, and it's yeah. just. I'll be talking about more, but oh, I am so talk. excited to get started. I see someone to test it with. Um, which, I thought it was in the same room, and then no it'll be like different great rooms. If, like he has AIDS long and distance relationship. It's like the we vibe, the programmable. Gotcha. We talk about yeah. that, but this one's like you could be in a different country, but it's like you're having sex because it's you're feeling the same time. time I know, you control dude. Hands virtual co- sex. Hands coming out of a computer. I know. It's amazing. Hand from job. the computer, yeah, mm. from the actual computer. I love hand jobs. What? They're totally underrated. I think I gave Old a killer hand job. Yeah, I just feel like I I spent a long time on the show trying to bring them back. Like five years ago, I was like, why don't people do hand jobs anymore? I mean, I'm not saying it should replace the blowjob, but just loop up a penis, use two hands. It's a nice option. Whatever. Yeah. You know, the you know sex like the variety, the variety is uh, variety is a spice of life, and variety is how you spice up your sex life too. So give a hand job every while and then turn into a blowjob. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying trying to replace it. Just trying to bring it back. Okay, sex in the news. Yeah, you got sex in the news. Good. Former judge makes fake hooker ads for ex-girlfriends. Plural. Okay. According to the Houston Chronicle, former county court at law judge, this guy's a judge, people. Chris Dupree was arrested and charged with two counts of online harassment for allegedly placing fake online ads saying that two of his ex-girlfriends were available as hookers. Now, while many people might have considered seeking revenge on an ex, how many of them have gone this far, especially as a former judge of the law? A criminal complaint issued by one of the victims stated that photos were taken from her Facebook and, along with her telephone number, placed in the escort (laughs) section of Backpage.com. In addition, the ad stated that her asking rate was $70 for 30 minutes. Not bad. 
very fetish friendly and would guarantee you full satisfaction. The other ad featured a private photo sent to him from one of his exes of her breasts, Ooh. according to one complaint. Now it's now it's a big deal. Dude, I mean, he's a man of the law. You know what this is, though, Em? This is like just a much more elaborate, official, expensive version of writing for a good time. Call 805. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, that's what true. Scorn boyfriends used to do in high school all the time. They'd write their ex-girlfriend's phone number in the bathroom stall. Exactly. People do things out of rage and for revenge. I've never done anything like this. Like, I've never... Have you done anything for a girlfriend? Like, I have friends who used to go crazy no, and, like, no. key their boyfriend. Not I friends. just make it all about me because, I, I, especially before, I was, like, very narcissistic and I made it about me. I would not want revenge. I would just, like, want... To figure out what was actually going on with other people and her. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But I you weren't like vindictive. Right. Me no. neither. But I had a friend who like bent this guy's windshield wipers and then she was like, what do I do? I mean, but this is freaking crazy. Um, he's being held on $600,000 bail. What about the company that actually posted this? Because I would think that they'd, they'd have some kind of screening process so this couldn't happen to whoever. Well, he's a smart guy. He's a judge. I don't know. But what this is judges? so bad. Remember and that- he. Remember what? that one judge that was like beating off like during trials and oh, stuff a few years ago? God. <laughs> I mean, do you remember when you used to think that like when I was That's like police men are, I know. I, I kind of beating off it. underneath his robe during. No one knew? Like a murder trial or something. <laughs> He's probably bored. Somebody caught him. Yeah. Maybe he was I think he anxious. had a penis pump involved. Ew. Fucker. Yeah. They had a penis pump involved? Yeah, he had a penis pump involved. I, I believe so. Yeah. That would have been your sex in the news. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Let's have him do it again. No, just kidding. But I think this is bad because. You know, not only did he call her hookers, but like cheap hookers, like 70 bucks an hour. That's what he's trying to do is demean them and make them seem like But it was so demeaning. He was so calculating. He's like, you're not only a hooker, you're a cheap hooker. And you like, yeah. Anyway, so he's in jail. That's good. (laughs) But it is so scary. And this should be another warning to all of you people to stop sending naked photos to your partner. I'm sorry. Everyone's going to get mad at me. But like, you don't know. You're in love. Here's my boobs. Here's me naked. And guess what? Then it shows up in the internet. I bet you 80% of your listeners have done something. I'm like the only one who hasn't. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just make sure you trust the person. Make sure your face isn't involved, at the very least. Right. Keep the face out. Keep the face out. Or if you have a third nipple or something, then don't do it at all. Cause, birthmark. Yeah, birthmark. I mean, I don't know. If you really, I guess if you're married, I don't know. But people turn go crazy. You know, you've been in love, the only one, and then there your boobs are on the internet. Okay. There is a new study that reveals relations between sleep and better sex for women. It seems like all these studies are coming out lately about sleep, sleep, sleep. You got to sleep. Everything's better if you sleep. I know. It's just hard to friggin' sleep for yeah, eight hours a night. These studies are sponsored by like mattress companies. No, this is actually by my, my alma mater. A recent study conducted by researchers at the University of Michigan found that women who typically get more sleep have more sex. The researchers, researchers spent over two weeks tracking both the sleeping and sexual habits of 171 young women and found a significant correlation. The study concluded that not only are they having more sex, but that better sleep patterns often lead to better sex. Why? Healthy and fulfilling sleeping habits lead to a better mood, energy, concentration, are connected to higher levels of sexual desire and arousal. The average sleep duration was 7 hours and 22 minutes. And women reported feeling more aroused at an overall longer period after a longer period of sleep. And they reported something even more impressive. Even every additional hour of sleep increases the chance of sex by 14%. So let your partner sleep. 14%. Yeah, I mean, that's good. I mean, if there's anything women and other partners can do to help promote good sleep for one another, whether it's helping out around the house to reduce workload, planning romantic getaways, or just practicing good sleep hygiene, it can help protect against having problems in the bedroom. But here's my thing. I think that if you sleep, like everything's better in your life. If you sleep more, you're more, but you're better at work. You're a better productive, you're a better friend, you're better everything. So I think this study was, I mean, I think it's great. It's a little no-duh. Yeah, it's kind of duh. But hey. I guess, you know, like, especially if you're young and you're thinking, like, well, I bet people that bang all the time, they don't sleep at all because whenever they're in bed, they're, they're banging, banging exactly. all night long. But do, I have, like, I have to sleep eight hours a night, which I never what? do. What? Really? Do you? No, you go to bed at like 10. No, in I get the like morning. five, five and a half a, a night if I'm lucky. But you have to sleep. No, but eight. I don't ever. But I, okay. I want, I, my goal is eight hours a night, yeah, even I, seven, but lately it's. Everyone been. should shoot for six to eight, I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's just been busy lately. Okay, this study it helps you lose weight, too. If no. You, yeah, if you sleep well, you lose weight a lot faster. Yeah, and if you don't sleep, right, that's true. And if, you, if you're if you sleep deprived, you Actually, gain weight. Yeah, no, it's re- true. Are you, you keep retain? the weight on, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, we know you hate the word moist, and now science knows why. No. Do you have a problem with the word moist? I don't hate it. Well, it's been called the most hated word in the country. It's worse than cunt? Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, they didn't get into cunt. Well, pussy's in here. Okay. Okay. But don't you, have you ever had an aversion to moist? If someone says, that's a moist. Uh, no, not really. 
Okay. I don't I don't love it. I don't go out of my way to say it. But one of my favorite bands, they're called the Moist Boys. Oh. So, <laughs> really? It's a problem. I hate <laughs> I guess, them. I guess M doesn't like the word moist. No, I don't. So I was like, oh my God. Oh, Greg. This is from Greg. Uh-huh. Longtime listener. And he just sends me sex in the news stories all the time. Oh, and love I you, love him. Yes. And so this is it. Thank you, Greg. Um, so it's been called the most hated word in the country. Researchers at Oberlin College and Trinity University decided to explore the logic behind the aversion using three experiments that suggest semantic features of the word moist, like its associations with bodily functions are the underlying cause of our collective disgust. So they asked participants to rate a collection of words from a list categories that includes taboo, disgust, positive, negative, etc., in conjunction with six dimensions like familiarity, imagine, uh, imagery, arousal, aversiveness, whatever. Okay, do you guys understand what I'm saying? I'm going to get to the point. I would think rape, murder, Nazi, these are all words that you'd hate more with right. those criteria. But, okay, one goal of the experiment was to determine whether moist, averse people, moist, averse people, moist, averse, uh, moist. moist, moist, averse people hmm. demonstrate an aversion to words with similar semantic or phonetic properties, words like damp, sticky, hoist, or rejoiced. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it the sound, the meaning? Participants were asked to rate those words, which were designed to ensure the word moist was presented in sexual, culinary, or culinary context. Following the experiment, they offered up whether or not they found the word moist gross, and if so, why. 21% of the study participants demonstrated an aversion to the word, and the research found that the context didn't matter much. People just don't like it. It's just an ugly sound that makes what that makes whatever you're talking about sound gross, said one participant. It's never occurred to me. I, I, I think really? of moist. I don't think of sex. I think of like cake. Well, that's the thing. They said if you say um, moist cake here, that was a slightly better. But also words that are associated with bodily functions like vomit, music, mu- uh, mucus. Right. Okay. Okay. Moist mucus? I don't know. They say it's cringeworthy and moist mucus. still takes the cake, though. Whether moist. presented in the context of food or sex at all, moist still agree. Everyone agrees the word's gross. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny because I always because he said to me, Greg, he's like, I know you hate the word moist because I must have said it before, and apparently everyone else does too. You know what word I think is way worse than moist? What sloughing? Sloughing? Yeah. Who uses that word? Drew and people when talking about periods and PMS and not they PMS, say sloughing. Yeah, it's a, you, you're like interior uh, your, your your uterus sloughs. Right. Uh, oh, that's not that, a good word. Yeah, see, sloughing way worse than moist. That is worse. No, but moist. You know, the sloughing causes it to be moist. Oh, please don't right, do enough. that. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. that's what I got for your news. Let's get into some emails. I love hearing from everybody. So thank you for emailing me at feedback at sexwithemily.com. And don't forget to include your name and where you're listening from and how you listen Good. to the show. Yes. It well, helps it's us. Like a little form almost. Yeah, I Those just want to the... know. Like, it gives me context. Can Not... I ask you a question before please, we, before I we move on? I love when you ask me. Is it a sex question? Talking about terrible words and words you don't like. Do you have a favorite word? Do you have a word that you love? That's a great question. Maybe um, you can get back to me before the show's over. Yeah. There are a few that I like. I love the word of like... Um, Maybe you can pepper them in throughout the episode. I will. I'll try to. Okay. Um, I will try. Now I'm like thinking, okay. I... Okay. Here we go. How do we... No, I'm I was sorry. just thinking. I, I was going to say... I know, um, I know I threw you off a little bit. I was going to say that's I, so insidious. It, and I was like, I love that word. Insidious? Yeah. You haven't seen the movies, obviously. No. They're like horror films. They're awful. In fact, they, in Ohio... Uh, a couple weeks ago, they played Insidious, which is like a really hard R like slasher film. They played Insidious 3 by mistake instead of Inside Out, which is the new Pixar movie, to, a, to a, just a full house of little kids How do and you their mess parents. that up in a theater? <laughs> because Inside Out and Insidious, they just oh, typed in the Oh, that's hilarious. And, uh, you know, they, they figured it out pretty quick, but it wasn't until, like, the movie had already started. And those movies always start off with something pretty good or pretty oh bad. Oh, my God, I, I never saw it. I just like the word because, like, that's so insidious. Is that, like, the way it sounds? Like, if someone does something that's sort of, you know, off and you're like, Makes that's you so, smart. so c- yeah. Thank you. And it's so... Um, it's so whatever. Insidious. Okay, it's, it's so insidious. Okay, I'm a twenty. Hi, Emily. I'm a twenty-seven-year-old female from Ohio. Oh, I, that's where Insidious plays instead of Inside Out. Sorry. Really? Yeah. That's where it played. Ohio. Okay. Um, but like Insidious, you know, people where like when they're being like trickier, they're being conniving. That's what I want to say. Yes. Okay, you know, if you didn't know what it means, that's your word of the day. I'm twenty-seven years old from Ohio. I love listening to your show on my podcast app in the car. There we go. That's Thank how I you. Listen to my podcast. Podcast, iTunes, All the podcast app? that I listen to is always in my, usually in my car through Me the too. phone thing. And yeah. when I run now, I'm listening to a bunch of more. I never used to listen to podcasts, but now I am. It's so funny for, I'm kind of 
it's kind of weird to say this, but I've never heard another podcast. I don't even listen to my own ever. I've never listened to one show. If you did, do you think that's weird? Like, do you listen to your shows? Oh, I listen to After Disaster. I admit that all the time. Three months later, though, so I, I don't I don't remember it. So it's like a brand new show, and I don't even notice myself. I don't recognize myself as myself on the show. So see, that's what happens when you're in enjoyable. doing a show. You don't really remember what happens. Right. Anyway, I've never listened to my show. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first or two episodes. But it's check been, the quality. Check quality. Yeah, but I don't anymore. Okay, so. But um, no, what you're saying is working out. But now I'm listening to others' and work, podcasts, and I, I. I know a lot of people are like, I got to listen to music when I work out. You know what? For me, like if I'm listening to like a, a really interesting podcast, and I, I forget that I'm even hiking or you know walking upstairs, right, I forget. Right, you get I'm, it's fascinating. Better than music because music, then you're focusing on like the muscles and you got to push through. Right. But if you're just like listening to something interesting, like you forget the exactly. Actually, and there's it so works many for me great a lot, ones. Lot better. And I was just on. Okay, so everyone should check this out. I was on Dave Asprey's Bulletproof podcast, Bulletproof mm-hmm. Diet Guy. His podcast is super popular, and I was um I was on a show. It just it just came out like two weeks ago and it was funny because I was listening to his previous shows which got me into other, some other podcasts but it was like Ariana Huffington um, who else on it some, Tim Ferriss and then like I was on I'm like oh god how am I going to do but then my friend told me she listened I was good because I was like am I you know I don't know. You're fine. You're so hard on yourself. I know. That's what we started before we turned on. He said I'm hard on myself, which I am. And that's what every You're talking about what we talked about before the show? Yeah. Which was that I'm hard on myself. Okay. Sorry. Uh, She's 27, Ohio. Yes. What's her name? I have a question. Her name is Sarah. Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. I have a question for you regarding sex with my fiance. We really only have sex on the weekends, maybe once or twice on a Saturday or Sunday morning. He says he always loves having sex, but is often tired after work. And he has mentioned to me that he just doesn't feel like having sex when he's tired. If I bring this up, which I have a couple times after some beers, he says I just don't initiate enough and that he wouldn't turn me down if I did initiate once in a while. I have to admit he is pretty much always the one to initiate. How can I initiate more sex when he stated that he doesn't feel like having sex when he's tired? I'm afraid I'll get turned down, and if he didn't turn me down, I'd feel like he was having sex that we didn't feel like it. Any thoughts on this? Thanks so much, Sarah. Sarah, you bring up a really interesting uh, point here about initiation, initiating sex. One of the top complaints I hear from men is that women don't initiate sex enough. And so I understand why, too, because there is the whole game that men, we sort of are brought up in a way that they're socialized that men should start it and we don't want to be the aggressors and all that. And I also understand that it's hard to put yourself out there. But now you understand what guys go through all the time. Every time. Right? You're like, am I going to direct it? Am I not? I want sex. I'll try. So there is a pressure to initiate and there is the fear of rejection. We all have a big, deep, we all have like a deep, deep fear of rejection. But if you want sex and you know that even if he's exhausted, he will enjoy the sex because Sarah, if you read your email, he told you himself there is no harm in this, and he's your fiance. So stop stressing about whether he wants or not, and go for it because you want it. You're telling me that you're not having enough sex. You want it more. You're having it once or twice on the weekends. It's not enough. And so let's think about yourself. I feel like it's kind of contradictory because you're saying that you want it, but he doesn't. You're overthinking this way too much. And when you're turned on, believe me, I have a guy here who will probably agree with me. I'm, he, we're all freaking tired after work, but if you initiate it, I'm sure he's going to come around and he's not going to be rejecting you. And he said to you that you don't initiate enough. So he's kind of like leaving you no room here. Here's what I'm hearing. What? Like he is tired and he does know what the foreplay is and what the routine is and what he has to do. And it's probably him doing a lot of the work and the heavy lifting. And he doesn't feel like beginning and doing all that and going down that road. And he wants her to start it. And what you got to know, Sarah, is guys are so simple, especially when it comes to sex. The keys are in your pocket. If you just start it up a little bit, he's not going to say, I'm too tired. No way. Once you get him a little bit too messy, he's going to be in. It's like you gave him a cup of coffee. Like literally you just need to put your hand on his crotch. I mean, you need to kiss him. Yeah. I mean, not, how easy is that? As a woman, you don't have to worry about rejection with right. your partner. As a man, yeah. I mean, rejection is probably the worst feeling an individual could ever experience. It's awful. It's right. terrible. And I get it. Like, I, I hate asking and then not getting the sex because you feel rejected. Right. I mean, even though if it's like the person you're in love with, it still feels awful. But you're not going to as a yeah, girl. Yeah, honey, he's your, yeah, he's your fiance. So it's like, I feel like this is going to be so good for you, Sarah, because you're going to break through this and you're going to be like, wow, that was easy. Because I promise you that, again, I hear from more men on the show. They're like, my wife doesn't want it. My partner doesn't want it. And, you know, you're saying like he wants it. He's just a little tired. And, and maybe it is because, you know, he's like, I got to do this. I got to go down or whatever. And you should just... Drop to your knees Drop and give knees. him a blowjob when he walks in the door. I don't know. Start with that. And you can eye also. Contact. Eye contact. During the blowjob? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll give you a facial? <laughs> um, if you're. <laughs> but not eye contact the whole time, then it gets no. creepy. 
It's a little flickering eye contact. Yeah, look up at him when you got it in your mouth and like lick the rim and Mm. all that stuff. Okay. If you're worried about him, though, not being up for the spontaneous, you can also do the all-day seduction dealio. Send him a flirty text. Mm. Let him know that like, you know, you've something sexy planned. I can't Mm. wait to see you. I've been thinking about your cock all day. What do you want to say? Wow. Cocks in the I know. I just say that. Yeah, totally. I'm thinking of your penis. Your genitalia. Your dingling. You know I don't often use words like that on the show, but- For this case, I had to. Is that one of your favorite words? Cock? Is that why you threw it up? <laughs> no, I really don't Shuttlecock is my favorite word. Shuttlecock? Shuttle talk? Shuttlecock. It's that little thing you use in I'm... badminton. It's a shuttlecock. I don't know it, but uh, what is your favorite? But what is really your favorite word? Probably, I don't know. Shuttlecock. Okay, you'll think about gauche. it. Gauche. Uh, oh, gauche. Yeah, that's It's so an old time world. Like my mom it. used to say that. Um, this you, you could also say, like, babe, I'm thinking about you. Just send him, or send him, like, a sexy picture of yourself, you know, some sexual dirty talk. Be like, God, when you get home tonight, I'm just going to. And then follow through. Yeah, I'm just gonna grab your cock. I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna make out with you. I say I can't keep thinking, keep thinking about last weekend. That was so hot. Wait till you get home tonight. Whatever you, whatever. I don't know what your dialogue is with him, but by the time he gets home, believe me, and he might even get home early on this night, not so tired. He'll be revved up, ready to go. Probably, probably. Right. Yeah. So test out these things, and I just think it's like ripping a bandaid off. Just grab it, grab him. Takes work. Do it. What, a relationships? Bit of work. Yeah, relationships totally take work. Absolutely. But it's a little, she should be a little concerned, though, if they, you know, they're not even married yet. And they're, well, they, well, here's what I like. To, I meant to say this, too. I love that you're not married yet and that you're emailing me about this because couples wait Good for this point. to go on way too long and they never, ever talk about it. So I think, to me, this is completely solvable. Like, I feel like you do this once and you're going to be like, oh, that was nothing. I'm going to do that more often and stop overthinking it. You're going to be psyched. And so this should go out to all you you know, a lot of listeners too. They, if you're in a relationship, like it's never too late. But the sooner you start talking about the stuff, the better sex you will have in the long term. Okay, we. I need to tell you guys on one thing before we get to sleeping orgasms, which is the sleeping next email. Orgasms. Yeah. Do you have orgasm like wet dreams or I've women never have had orgasms? One in my life ever. Ever. I, I don't. I think God hates me. He does. Yeah. I thought like you had to as a boy, like I read a passage. Never. Okay, we'll get back to that, but. You know how I'm always saying, like I just did, it's important to talk about your sex life and mix things up in the bedroom. Hustler Hollywood stores should be your main destination for this. The best toys, erotica. They've got sexy laundry. And most of all, it's the easiest way to find the answers you've been looking for on how to enhance your sex life. I always say go shopping at your local Hustler store. That's a great Friday night date. They've And it's unlike any other store. Like people think Hustler, it's porn. No, it's like a beautiful sex toy store. They have like 11, 12 of them. And it turns shopping for sex toys into an enjoyable and enlightening experience. They've got attractive, eye-catching displays. They've got the top intimate products on the market. And they've got super knowledgeable and friendly staff. Um, They're there to help you. Any questions you have. And when you're shopping with a partner or for yourself, you take your sex life to the next level. You just do. You can't help it. But leave there with something that is going to change your sex life. If you're not sure where there's a Hustler Hollywood store near you, visit HustlerHollywoodStores.com to find your local store. And also, since they love my sex family listeners, they want to make your sex life better. They're offering a 20% discount if you mention Sex with Emily at checkout. So do that. Go to Hustler. Also, speaking of flashlight earlier, if you don't get the Kiru, which you might soon, you could get just get the male masturbation sleeve. It's the number one sex toy for men. The Fleshlight is a male masturbation sleeve. And you're thinking, I got my hand. I'm totally fine. Well, guess what? It is the only toy that you need. And your hand gets a little old after a while. You don't know it because you haven't tried anything else. But once you try the Fleshlight, you'll be like, what the hell have I been missing all these years? So there's so many different kinds of Fleshlights. If you have a porn star that you're really into... She might have molded her vagina on the shape of flashlight. If you just want one that feels really good on your penis, they just have regular flashlights like the Go is their latest flashlight. And it's more lightweight and smaller, but not for smaller penises. So I don't want you guys to like go off on that. It's just a little bit like the can's a little smaller and it's really cool to take on the go. Get it? Um, so it's, I mean, every guy I've given it to, they're like, oh my God, it's the most amazing thing I've ever felt. It's just a different sensation, just like how I use a vibrator. It's not that I don't, love a penis or my fingers, but vibrations are just a different sensation and sex is all about spicing things up. So check out the Fleshlight. Um, they are, it's award-winning. It's the only one out there that you really need to get. So go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, use code EMILY, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning flesh lube. That's right. Go to sexwithemily.com, Fleshlight banner, code EMILY, free lube, get a Fleshlight. Have a great life. You'll award love it. Award winning. The Fleshlight won the award and the... Uh... Well, the Fleshlight wins tons of awards at all these shows I go to. They win every award. But also, they have award winning like? lube. 
they look like giant cocks. Mm-hmm. No, There's the cock word again. I just feel like I have like I have I free range word. to to say it. Um, I like the word litigious. <laughs> <laughs> To the Jewish side, but of don't you? sue me. My brother's a lawyer, yeah. exactly. Um, maybe I don't know. I just <laughs> like the word. It just came up in my mind. Don't be, don't be. Lit- He's so litigiously going after everyone in his skullduggery is pretty good too. Um, oh, skullduggery, skullduggery. Yeah, Mike Tyson uses that skullduggery. Yeah. It's like an old pirate word, but it's a real word, and Mike Tyson likes to throw it around. I love it. I don't know. Yeah, skullduggery. Okay, sleep orgasms. Hey Emily, I love your show. I've been listening every day now for a few months, making my way through them all. Wow. And I've learned so much. You're all awesome. My question is this. Is it normal to orgasm when you're asleep? This has been happening for maybe two years, every month or so, and it's a clitoral orgasm that just happens out of the blue, and it wakes me up as it happens. I find it easy to orgasm by myself, whether it's with my hands or a vibrator, but I find it impossible to orgasm with my partner of three years. Yet, I can do it in my sleep with no stimulation. It's crazy. Thanks in advance, C23 from New Zealand, female. Okay. She's a kiwi. She's a kiwi. I love all of our, hello to all of our Australian New Zealand listeners. Crazy amounts. Love you guys. Love that you're listening. Okay. So, here's what's happening, C. When you're in the dreaming stage of sleep, known as REM, Mm -hmm. rapid eye movement, Mm -hmm. impulses in your body, they engorge periodically- The general region with blood. Sorry, Engorge no, is a word that I you don't like. <laughs> Just as if you were aroused. When you're in this stage, it can happen. Sometimes that increased blood flow peaks and releases, which results in orgasm. So that's that's what's happening to your body. It's the female version of a wet dream, but you don't have to even be having erotic thoughts for them to happen. I think you're lucky, see. I'm like, whoa, two years. Um, it's entire physiological, so you can't control or predict it. It just happens. doesn't sound like it's bumming you out. In fact, I like have had two, I think, in my life, and I wish I had more because they're yeah. awesome. Most women sleep through it, and it's cool that you're aware of them. And so I hope it doesn't take you away from your sleep, though, because as we know, sleep is important. Um, a possible explanation for why you can orgasm solo but not with a partner mm-hmm. is because, you know, for starters, you know she knows how to touch herself. You know what makes yourself feel good. You're highly orgasmic. But when you're with your partner, this thing called our mind our brain the largest sex organ is ticking and you're thinking and you're like worrying and you're like oh my god i can't orgasm i haven't orgasm in three years and you're just thinking about it to you know a lot and so once your partner is added to the mix it gets complicated you're thinking he doesn't have the same knowledge of your body so it's harder to do the same things you would when you're alone to get the same results and so, and if your brain is preoccupied during sex thinking like i'm not gonna come it hasn't happened before is it gonna happen it's not going to happen. You're overthinking. You're overthinking it. So you've got to just get into the moment with your partner, which I've talked a lot about on the show, just getting fun, like getting fun, like having fun, letting loose. And every time you find yourself thinking these thoughts, you're like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to take a little bit of time. But the second that triggers in your mind, go right back to what you're feeling in your body. Like, where am I? Where is this penis? What am I doing? How am I moving around? And, and just take your mind out of your thoughts and you'll get there. Also, maybe you should try, I don't know if you've explained to him or if you guys have ever done mutual masturbation. Does he know how you touch yourself? Does he know what makes you feel good? Sounds like you're easily having clitoris orgasm, clitoral orgasms that maybe you could bring a sex toy in. Like try a sex toy, the one that you use with yourself and just use it with him when you're on top or when you're, you can actually use little mini vibes anywhere. And, or you could just touch yourself in front of him and show him what you do, put his hand over your hand and it'll get him excited and get you in the orgasmic mindset and then it'll teach him the right way. So maybe you just start with the sure thing, which is your hands are a vibe and then you have the first one and then you'll start to think, oh, it is possible. And then eventually you try it without the vibrator or your hands and see what happens because you can change this pattern and you've been together three years. So I just feel like it is time. So I'm so glad that you emailed. Because if you've never had an orgasm and you're not orgasming with him, we'd have a whole other conversation. But you're easily orgasmic. So this should be easy for you. I mean, it's not going to be easy. you got to retrain your mind. But this should this this can happen, see. This will happen. This can happen. I see it happening. You're all good. Follow those tips. You should continue to wake up moist. <sighs> which is nice, right? Why not? I don't know. Nice Why not? Sure. I loved when that happened to me. I was like, yes, that's so happy. I, I hope it happens tonight. It won't happen if I dream about it. <laughs> mm. Wait, what if? I put it in my mind. Yeah, what if happen. you like have kind of like a, you're having a very odd dream that's not connected, but then you associate? You know what I mean? Like, what if you're dreaming about like 
pickles are not beef. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that'd be bad. That's and like pickles wouldn't be fat. Oh, you know what I mean? Or like a school teacher, or like somebody you know, somebody that you wouldn't want to associate with sex. Well, I wonder if the brain would get all tripped up. Well, yeah, this is well. Mostly, we're talking it's physiological. I don't think that brain. people are often having directly erotic thoughts. Yeah. It's just a dream, and then her body gets engorged. Oh, would you stop? Okay, vacation sex tips. Ooh. Are you taking a vacation this summer? Uh, yeah, to camp. I'm going to be a counselor oh, for right. a week. So, so you won't be having vacation sex? No sex, no smokes, no drinking, no cussing. No uh, sex with the kids around? Yeah. Or with anyone else around? Okay, so I've been doing a lot of talk about vacation sex. I actually wrote a column for Harper's Bazaar recently, Harper's Bazaar Online, about all about vacation sex. Because a lot of couples, I always say, like, get away. You know, you need to get away, get out of the bedroom, and just spice things up because life is too short and a lot of times you're always having sex in the same place. So here's the deal. This little email. Dear Emily, my girlfriend and I are busy people and can go stretches where we don't have time to see each other. We've decided to have a sex getaway where we plan on getting a hotel room and not leaving. This may be an odd question, but what ways should we prepare for this sex getaway outside of being in the best shape possible and staying hydrated, that is? Signed, Jack. Good for you, Jack. I love the idea of a sex getaway. Especially the summer, it's a perfect way for couples to take a break from the daily grind, from the bedroom, from everywhere else you have sex, the bills, the dog, whatever's going on in your life, and just reignite the fire in the relationship. And it's a good question for you guys to discuss. So I let me give you some tips. I've got them here for you. So make a sexy bucket. Here's just some ideas. Take one or two. It'll change it all. But I'm going to give you a bunch because you never know what's going to make it happy here. Make a sexy bucket list. So are there, is there, Jack, let me, know, let, uh, let me ask you this. Is there anything that you've been wanting to try? Like, it could be tying her up. It could be a facial. <laughs> it could be, I don't know what. But why don't you guys each write down three things and then exchange a list before your trip? Next time you're out having like drinks or dinner, just be like, babe, I think that'd be so hot. And then we can make one of them happen on the trip. Um, just think about what fantasies you want to explore. You can also, and here's what you should pack, Okay. Be mindful, and this is for your partner too, like of things like for her that makes her feel sexy. Maybe you can buy her some new lingerie. Um, is there anything that you've been wanting to see her in? Like maybe you like the thigh highs or you like something sexy. So, or is there things that she's worn that makes her feel sexy? Whatever it is, you guys should both pack what makes you feel the sexiest. So mostly it's the women dressing up, right, Anderson? Like you don't have sexy underwear, do you? I have like holster that I put on <laughs> with guns in it. Uh, That's kind of hot. Uh-huh. Um, but- chaps. Ashless chaps. Guys don't, you guys can't. Like, nah, what are we going to do? I know. No. <laughs> so true. Like, what are we going to do? Um, do the sexy bucket list. Gear up. Because that was, that was, this is from my column that I wrote. So gear up. Okay, so here's the gear that you need. Create a sensual vacation kit. Hmm. Get massage oil candles, hmm. like my Emily and Tony candles. And I make them now the menage a trois set. They're, you can get all three scents and they're perfect for travel. And so, because massage is huge. On vacation, you have time to massage each other. So bring your favorite music. What? I'm thinking like you get, and then you can say to her like, hey, honey, you want to have a threesome? A menage a trois. A menage a trois, right. And then that... she'll be like, what? How dare you? And then you break out oh, the great. candles and you're like, no, I'm talking about this. Yeah. And, and Jack, you could do this without To like really happy, really quick. I love this. If you like to prank your, your lady. Oh my God, yeah. You could pack all this without her. She'd probably, if she's super stressed out too, um, bring your favorite music. Sex toys. Brand new sex toys. If you don't get like new sex yeah, toys yeah, yeah. for the trip. Why don't you guys go online? You can go to adamneve.com, use code Emily and have a bunch of stuff like shipped to your house. Um, that would be fun to do together. Go to your locals to go to Hustler Hollywood, whatever you want. Um, bring lubricant, bath salts, and your favorite treats. Like if there's like special <laughs> what? Bath salts. What? There's bath salts. I know, but now bath salts are thought of as that horrible crazy drug that people eat each other's faces with. Oh so. man. Yeah. Bubbles. Bubbles, yeah. Okay. Minerals um, for the for the for the bath. You want to make sure that the room is calming and relaxing. You can like get flowers when you get there, because um, it can help it get you in the mood, you know. So you'll be surrounded by all the things that you really like, and also you want to explore. So maybe you've been wanting to like tie each other up. You know, you could bring some like different blindfolding things. You could use like a scarf. You could bring a necktie, um, and the massage candles are not only great for like scent and ambiance because they totally do set the mood, even if you don't use them to give her a massage. But search for new erogenous zones. Like spend a whole day like massaging each other. Like if you don't want to leave the room. You said that. You don't care where you are. You could be like in the middle of nowhere. Like you should have a day where it's like 
you start off with her and you and your goal is to hold out on sex as long as you can and you just massage her body and you wait as long as possible okay before you get to her clitoris and down there like kiss her neck kiss her breast kiss her stomach like her thighs like spend a lot of time doing things and finding out different erogenous zones it's like a little treasure hunt It'll be really fun. Um, so, you know, and she'll do the same for you. Why not, right? Hopefully. Also, what? Hopefully. Well, you hope she'll return the favor. Um, also, yeah, I mean, those are some good tips, right? I was also thinking that another thing that gets you going, like you said, you want to stay in the room. But if you guys do some adrenaline-enhancing act- activities, like, I don't know, jump out of an airplane. What do people do on trips? Para- <laughs> parasailing, paragliding. Where did he say he was going? He didn't say. He doesn't want to leave I'm the room. I'm hoping that if it's a cheap city. Right. Why would you go to like Paris and stay in the room the whole, you know what I mean? Right. Well, maybe you guys just go for a run together. Whatever it is, it's good to stay healthy. You said you're in great shape. So do that because the more adrenaline you have, if you guys go for a run together, that also connects you. He's what like, we're you- going to the city of industry, honey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> staying in the room the whole time. Um, But like just bring like all those things I just said, like sexy. It'll be awesome. And um, also you can buy my book, like we said, Hot Sex, over oh. 200 things you can try tonight. You can buy on Amazon overnight. They'll overnight it to you. And all you do is it's pes- it's like a picture book. And you open mm-hmm. it up to this page. Like, let's try this position. You can it's have awesome. it delivered to the hotel. Oh, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. And like pack her favorite snacks, like chocolates or things that she likes that she doesn't know. Yeah. So you guys don't have to leave the room. That's a good idea, too. Room service. Feed or something. Yeah, room service is good, too. Room service is like an aphrodisiac. You guys love your room service. I love room Can service. Can I get room service, honey? Right. Sure. It's the best. Yeah. No, I really do. I know. You don't? You love it. It's I, a chick I, thing? I just, it, I'll go downstairs and save myself 15 bucks. You There's I mean? something so sexy about room service. You're right. But you're no, you're right. And it's also like it's expensive. So I like it when I'm on a business my trip. Wife, my wife saw something on the, the Playboy Mansion. And the only thing that she was really blown away by and loved so much was uh half had like a, a bell or like a, like a something he would just ring and it was 24 hours a day any food he wanted they'd bring it to him and when wife, he is at the like, playboy mansion or when you, at the when playboy he was... mansion yeah and that was the thing that she not the grotto not like the zoo that he has in the backyard not all like the grotto well, he can't really walk it was a bell no, i kidding no it was from like when I he was like it. you know 20 years ago i want a bell 24 hours She's like, i, I just, just so want bell. a bell i just want people to like come and bring me food and that's why i really like <laughs> no i'm not kidding you i get home every night that's why i really do Clear like the grays.com i mean i am not kidding you that i you know i don't cook i'm hungry i don't have any time i just sometimes i like i'm why isn't there like a refrigerator fairy like you know there's like a tooth fairy mm-hmm. i just wish that someone would come to my house and just put food in it like or put cook for me or clean i, just, yeah, oh, I, I need a wife listen to you why am i complaining it's such a yeah it's just right so why yeah, you could, you could, you're, you're a grown woman. You can go to the market. I'm going to, you know what I do after uh-huh. Loveline at midnight uh-huh. on the way home? I stop at like Vaughn's because mm-hmm. it's open till like. That's what I do sometimes too. Do you? Yeah. It's the only time I have to go shopping. And they always look at you like a dirty it's look because the sketchy- they're stalking. <laughs> it's the sketchiest yeah. place ever at two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. but I get it all done. Okay. Do we have time for one more? One more. Okay. One more. Okay. Hi, Lo. Hello. Hi, Lo. Hi, Lo, Emily. I hope this is the right place to ask you questions, but I'm, need, I'm in need of some tips and help. Now, I love going down on my boyfriend. Sometimes about how much he loves it and really turns me on. I want to make him finish, you know, in my mouth, but I just oh. can't get past the taste. No. Oh, I didn't get into the facial part. That's another email. Oh, that was a whole email into itself? That, yeah. I, I, let's do both. Let's do both. Let's okay, just crank got it. Out. Okay, ready? Okay, like, yeah, you're right. I'll move fast. Okay, I love going down to my boyfriend, something about how much you know he loves it turns me on. I want to make him finish, you know, in my mouth, but I can't get past the taste. We've been together a year. He's been starting to question me and ask me more to do it for him, but I don't want to embarrass myself or him. I've done it with other guys, and sometimes it doesn't turn out so good. By that, I mean the taste and the response my gag reflexes have. Mm-hmm. Vomit on the penis. Suck it up, uh, literally, figuratively. Next. Okay, please help me try and overcome this fear of mine because I really want to fully please my boyfriend. Thanks in advance. I really love your page. My boyfriend and I refer to it quite often. Exo Leanne. Okay, here's the thing, Leanne. Semen doesn't taste like candy. I know. I get it. And it isn't the most pleasant thing sometimes to have in your mouth. Possible, though, you're psyching yourself out just a little bit. Because when you're nervous and anxious about oral, you, like, tense up. And you're like, it's not going to be good. And so does your throat, which makes you gag. So there's two things here. There's the gag reflex. And so there's certain positions that you can get in where your gag reflex like if you lean your head on the back like if you're lying on the bed flat on your back and you lean your head slightly over the bed and then he's on top of you kind of putting your his cock i can say Whoa, it now, in your mouth why um you can go deeper in your throat that's one way also relax the jaw and breathe and just like you because if you're t- just like anal sex people tense up relax breathe and it will go in deeper every time if you just relax the gag reflex and practice it'll stretch out i, I mean it'll it'll 
adjust and you'll start to realize opening. Okay, listen, here's the thing. Another thing is to make it enjoyable for him because he doesn't think, you know, that it's torturing you by asking you to do it. It can heighten your experience um, if you just want to fake it till you make it. Like it sounds like you, he's getting like bummed out with it. But if you get into like, you already have the one thing down that's you love turning him on and you know it makes you feel good. So that's what you can do about the gag reflexes. Here's another thing. Speaking of the hand job, you don't have to take it in as, as tight as you think, as deep as you think. We think guys love it. I think that's a porn thing too. But the most important thing about a blowjob is enthusiasm and pressure. So your hand, think of your hand. Like they want it to feel like a vagina or your, they want it to feel like a vagina or your mouth, right? So you could easily use your hands, two hands, enough pressure and have your mouth go up and down. But while your mouth is coming back up, use your hands on it. Go up and down. Use a lot of lube. Make sure it's wet and he will be fine. Because if the gag, you know, you don't have to do the gag reflex all the time. And here's the one thing. If you can't stand the taste, use mask strips. They are like the Listerine strips for breath that you put in your mouth, but it's not. For, it's M-A-S-Q-U-E. They taste like strawberry, watermelon, cherry. And you put it in your tongue, and I'm telling you, they are made to mask the taste of semen. So you, it'll taste like a friggin' strawberry shortcake next time you hmm. give them a head. So good luck. That's what I got to say. Next one, facials. We got to get to this. Dear Emily, I'm a 20-year-old, and I realize every time I have sex, all I fantasize about about is coming on the face of whoever I'm having sex with. Even when I fantasize about sex with random people, I don't want to give them a facial. Girls hate it, and I don't know if I should give up on the hottest thing in my mind or wait till I find that freaky girl that's into it. We covered this at the top of the show. Um, Thank you, Ken. This is from Ken. Pretty sure that you have porn to thanks for this fascination, but, but you said you were thinking about this... A long time ago? Or was it with porn that you started? For years I've been arguing with okay. Drew about Because I, I, I just don't like that he says that it's totally degrading and that's the whole reason why anyone would ever want to do it. And I totally disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, some people say it's about domination and having a girl who's willing to be degraded right. or who just trusts you enough to let you cover her face. If you're peeing on her, that's a different thing, I think. Right. I mean, I don't think it's, in your 20, I don't think it's a freaky girl that you got to find some alternative chick that you Especially might really nowadays. be surprised. What? Yeah, because right. Of porn and whatnot. And more guys are probably going to be into this because they, it's the they call it the money shot. You know, it's the last thing that you look at a lot of the time in a lot of these videos. Exactly. I mean, and I don't know if this like. I mean, he's probably doesn't probably doesn't have a fetish about it. But I mean, I just think that it doesn't hurt to, hurt to ask your partner. Like I said earlier, the worst sex your part, the worst sex, the worst thing your partner can say is no thanks. But you never know, and you could ask the right girl and finally see like that. She's into it. So I think that you're like totally cock blocking yourself here um, because. It's like 11. I said cock a million you times. said 11, 12 cocks now. 12. Oh, I just feel free. 12 back Free flowing with the cock. Um, so you could just say, like, you know, I want to, like, this guy said to me, he's like, I just think it'd be so hot to come in your face. You'd be surprised how many women would find that hot because you find it hot. So I wouldn't just think that it's a. You have this it's whole. It's a gamble, though. It's a gamble. It could totally turn her off. He's 20. Yeah, he's with 20. I mean, it could turn her off. You could say, where should, you know what a lot of guys do? They say, like, where should I come? Yeah. And see what she says. Yeah, she might say, on my ass, on my stomach. A bit of a freak, she might be like, oh, And I she might have face. watched a lot of porn and be like, come yeah. on my face. You don't know, you really, really don't there's know, also, Ken, that, that you're not going to find someone who's into it. it. But there's also, there's a third possibility, which is she'll say yes, but she's like, you know, one of those girls that just does whatever because she's very submissive and she's hating it, but she's saying yes for the wrong reason. That's like probably the worst. I'd almost rather a girl say, no, absolutely not. That's disgusting. Then, yeah, okay. In, yeah. in her head. And then she hates him and goes home and tells our friends. Yeah. But Ken, I wouldn't whip out the facial on the first time you're with someone. No. Don't do it the first time. This is more like someone you're with for a little while. Yeah. And at your age, that might be a month. I don't know. But um, I, I don't think that you're not going to not find it. You might. You will. Don't worry about it. Don't trip on it. Okay, Double that's all we got time yeah. for. Um, let me just uh, say, one, what else did I say? I got to tell you all. I got to tell you all to follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Sex with Emily, all across the board. We do a lot of um, giveaways. We tweet all of our articles, great things. You would love it. And Anderson, tell me what's up with you. Uh, after Disaster, Film Vault podcast. After Disaster, Film Vault. Actually, After Disaster is doing something really exciting. We're going to do a show. Uh, we will have already done it, so I can say it right now. Because by the time the right? show posts, in Death Valley, at the bottom of a oh crater, we're going to do an actual show there. I want to go and upload it, and we're going to do video. And I'm going to be flying a GoPro overhead. We're actually hiking, humping down into the bottom of this crater in the middle of Death Valley. It's going to be like 110 degrees. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. So that's that's the after disaster. Fun things are happening there, and uh, the film vault always uh, always want to film. Every single week we do the film vault. Okay. Every single week. Podcasts. We're talking about podcasts. Listen yeah. to podcasts. You know, it's... get the word out. Exactly. It'll get you working out more too. Because I swear to God, I run faster, harder when I listen to podcasts. Listen to his. Listen to mine. Thank you, Anderson. Thank you, M. I know. It's so fun to see you. Okay, everyone.
That's about it. That's a wrap. So thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, you heard me mention my massage candles. And so if you haven't been listening for, if you haven't been listening to show and the concept of a massage candle is new to you, it is a regular candle. Looks great, smells great. You can just use it that way. But it's not wax. It's not messy. It's not hot. It's not sticky. It, it burns into the most luxurious massage oil you've ever felt. And when you pour it on your partner, there is no way you're not going to have the hottest sex of your life that night. It's... um. It's a little bit like, you know, something alternative, but it's not like it just smells amazing. So it's aromatherapy. You will love them. It's your secret weapon in the bedroom this summer. And let me tell you this, from now until July 20th, buy one Down Under Comfort and one full-size candle and you get the Menage a Trois set for free. That is the Menage a Trois set, which is three candles. Um, That's by July 20th. Go to emilyandtony.com. Anytime, use code SEXWITHEMILY for 20% off your first order. That's emilyandtony.com, Sex with Emily code first order. Thanks everyone for listening. I love you.